Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of mindfulliving.today, where you can find all things related to a mindful life, and you can join us on our Facebook page, Mindful Couple, and please join us on our Facebook community in groups, Mindful Living Today. Today we would like to talk about something we talk about frequently, and that is (laughs) the inner voice, because... All of us have an inner voice that can lead us in the right direction if we learn how to pay attention to it. But often when working with people, they say, I don't have an inner voice. And I think that's because they're literally looking for something or somebody inside them saying, hey, (laughs) do this, don't do that. (laughs) And although there may be times where somebody, you literally will hear your own voice in your head saying like, Brad, don't do that. You're an idiot for trying that. Most often it's not words that you hear in right, your head. Right. Um, so uh, we've been talking about this a lot because we rely on the inner voice for so much and we probably haven't done it enough service talking about really what it is okay. when you're when you're talking about inner voice. And so many people say, I just don't have an inner voice. So talk to me about what people should look for if they don't think they have an inner voice. Well, just like you said, I think frequently people associate that term with Almost like, like. I always like think of the cartoons with the angels sitting yeah. <laughs> and the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, and they're whispering back and forth about what you should do. Right, and it's rarely that clear. Right, it is rarely that clear, and I think also it can frequently be to me in the guise of you're actually hearing an old story. So there's a story replaying in your head of your mom, for example, saying, you know, blow your nose or brush your teeth or, you know, always do something. And, and I think frequently the, that, that inner voice, that inner whatever we want to call that besides inner voice, but um, I think it's frequently has that feeling of should do. Frequently it has okay. just should do with it. Um, but like you said, it's not always – clear words it's not always somebody so, to, actually to me, sometimes it's just speaking an emotion or a feeling right like for example if i meet somebody and i i'll use the term i get a bad vibe right from that person like so something is telling me that person is not honest or they're threatening right or something about them and that right. to me is sort of a sum total of what i've learned in life and my my eyes my ears my awareness of what they're saying what they're doing how they're moving is, is creating a dick disconnect to me that my subconscious is picking up. Right. And that, that's sort of my, that subconscious alert that says, oh, something's wrong here. Yes. That's pretty subtle, but that's, that's an example that of is, an inner voice. Right, right. And it may be a feeling you get in your belly. Okay. It yeah. may be a tension that you feel in your belly. It may be a tightness in your throat. Um, it may be, um, and again, these are all very subtle things. So I think it's, you know, it does take a little awareness and practice yeah to me it could be it could be the voice could be a good thing yes or or it could be a bad thing right it could be something like an opportunity comes along and you you just feel oh my god i'd love to do that right and that voice is telling me 
oh, go that's, ahead. that's something go ahead. that you right. would like to do. And then the other boys say, oh, I don't know. You don't take that risk. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so then you have to sort those things out. And, right. Um, but, I, but I do think frequently for those that are saying they don't hear an inner voice, um, it's my very personal opinion. <laughs> I think one of two things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the first would be that you don't know how to recognize what that message is mm-hmm. or how you are receiving it. The second is, and I find this frequently happens with people that go through life very quickly. Okay, sure. Um, that they're actually, they're going through life they're, so quickly. Well, they're on autopilot. They are on autopilot. And so there, there isn't an awareness, enough of an awareness of, oh, wait a minute, there is a feeling, there is a thought, there is a phrase um, that's going through my mind. They're just on to the next thing already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it, it is a combination of things. If you think that you are, you don't have an inner voice, um, I think really it's just can you slow down a minute yeah and and the inner voice can be an amalgamation of feelings and images and old stories stories that if you give yourself a a moment when a situation arises to sort through all of those things and see which what what is the loudest what is the most important to me in terms of leading me to the life that i want to live that's sorting through all of those thoughts right those images those sensory inputs, those emotions, that, that's sort of the inner voice. And it's, it's paying attention to those. Right. And figuring out, in, in my, I'll use the term heart of hearts. Okay. What, what is best for me right. to do right. in this given situation? Yeah. And I think, you know, things like um, being risk averse. So not wanting to step outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. It, it, if you if you self-identify as not enjoying stepping out of your comfort zone, right. I guarantee You've got an inner voice because something is telling something you. Something saying, oh, don't do that. That's don't scary. do that. That's scary. You're not going to succeed. I'm, I might get hurt. People might, might get hate hurt. me. Right. I might fail. Right. Whatever the case may be. Right. And so uh, to me, it, it's understanding that, wait a minute, you know, in regular situations, if something is kind of pushing me outside my comfort zone, there's something in me that says, don't do that. That's the time to stop. And, and, and kind well, of. Well, that brings up a great thought because sometimes your inner voice is going to tend to keep you in your comfort zone. Oh, very definitely. Because it, it says, oh, I don't have to worry now. So <laughs> I'm not going to go out and take Let's that risk. Let's keep it easy. Let's right. keep it easy. Life is good, etc. So how do I differentiate that voice? Because that is that is a voice too. Oh, absolutely. But how do I differentiate that one from the one that says, you know, maybe you should, I'll use the term should. Should. Maybe you should take this maybe opportunity this to go outside that comfort zone, take a little risk, be a little uncomfortable face some anxieties, and see if I can grow and move towards the life that right. I think I should have. Well, and I think that's, you just capsulized it. To me, it's what serves my greater good? What serves my better Lisa tomorrow? What serves my, where I want to be five years from now? Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking at that, for example, if I'm like, well, you know what? I'm, I love, I love COVID because it keeps me home. I don't have to interact because I'm an <laughs> sure. inter- I'm an introvert. So it keeps me home. I don't have to interact with anybody. I don't have to do stuff and feel uncomfortable about having to talk to people. The bottom line is, and we've had a show on this, you know, research shows that the more connected you are and the more you interact with people, it raises your happiness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you have to look at that and say, okay, well, that's telling me there's a part of me that's saying, you know what, when COVID passes, I'm going to keep this life. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to stay home. I'm going to try to get my 
boss or whatever to allow me to, to work from home. And, but again, you have to then ask that, that, okay, what is for my greater so, good? So what I hear us discussing is that there's probably, instead of having, I don't have a voice at all. You know, I don't have an inner voice. Right, People are saying, right. In reality, you probably have multiple many, many inner, inner voices, voices, and they're yes. not all pushing you in the same direction. <laughs> right, right. And so the real skill is to, I guess, is to take some time and think about what does my greater good look, look like? Right, and right. And try to discern those voices, those emotions, those images, those stories that are leading me in the direction that I think that greater right, good is. Right, And I think, you know, it's, it's funny to bring this up because this is not where we started, but I, but I think it's worth mentioning. Frequently people don't pause to think about what do I want my life to be five years from now? What mm -hmm. do I want my life to be two years sure. from now? And I think, you know, it's when you ask that question that suddenly the things you're doing right now might not be like, wait a minute. Right. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't foresee, like what I'm living with right now. I don't want to live with that. Right. And be in the that's, same place so five an, years so from an now. Opportunity, an individual, something comes up. Right. And even if you're feeling a voice says, Oh, don't do that. I think that'll be a little scary. If you t stop. Right. Think about what you want your future to be like. Correct. And then you can say, well, that might be a little scary, but I think I want to take this chance. Right. And, pay, you know, and, and listen to the multiple voices that are inside of you and try to find the one that's leading you to where you want to go. So, you, so you're putting some rational thought and some intention yeah. on, yes. on top of the sort of the multiple yammerings you might have in your head, the multiple stories that are popping up at any given time. Yeah. When, as you talk about that, it reminds me of, um, I know you and I have talked about this before, but I don't know that I've shared it uh, with the podcast uh, audience. But uh, when I work with people trying to overcome self-confidence issues, this kind of issue where you've got several voices and you're not really sure what's going on, as you said, multiple voices, it reminded me of imagining that you're at a conference table. Right. So yeah. if you if you can put each one of these feelings, sure. these anxieties, the should do's, if you can take each one of those and put them in a chair. So I'm thinking for me, maybe there's my dad in a chair. Right. Maybe there's one of my my third grade teacher. Right. There's actually a part of me that's sort of like the the meek and shy Brad sitting okay. there. Right. There's the maybe the overly ambitious <laughs> and confident Brad sitting there. I need to listen to all of those. Correct. People. Correct. Yeah. And then from that point. You can say, okay, I've heard all of you, just like you would run a meeting. Right. Okay, I've listened to each one of you. Mm. Now I'm going to sit down and think about, okay, what, where do I want to be five years from now? What serves my greater good? And I can use that information and that direction to say, okay, I need to listen to this sure. voice. Don't need to listen to and, that voice. And when, and I like the idea of a conference table because yes. that, what that allows me to do then is take an image that might just pop into my head or just a gut feeling exactly, and actually personify it and turn that feeling into some words Yes, and say, oh, I guess I'm feeling some fear here. Which of my characters is going to actually embody that fear right. and actually give it voice? And what is it saying to me? And actually speak aloud sentences to myself about what that gut, what that, Right. feeling of fear is where it's coming from and like is that serving my greater good or not right. you know, is it keeping me out of danger or is it preventing me from doing something from being that my could, best me could be amazing my big, right yeah yeah and I, and I think um sometimes if you recognize a similar feeling a similar voice a similar messaging the one that's for example frequently telling you, you you're not good enough to right. do something 
it, it is worth the time to sit down and imagine what does that person look like? And you may be able to suddenly, when you think about all the sentences that maybe tell you you're not good enough, all of a sudden a person you know, may come sure, to mind. It sure. may be a family member. It may be a teacher that was just really hard on you at school. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that teacher can be the person that sits at the table. So whenever that negative right. feeling like I'm not good enough to do this, yeah. suddenly you can envision that person at the table and they are the ones that are saying that. And, and that gives you a, a better ability to say, well, wait a minute, why am I listening to Mrs. Clark, who was my third grade <laughs> teacher? <laughs> well, and sometimes... I like all those people sitting around. Sometimes you actually have to take yourself out of the picture. No, and put yourself at the table. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you're very definitely at the table. Because sometimes myself is my harshest critic. And I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> you're like not being nice to me. <laughs> right. You know, I would never talk like that to, to my friend. Right. Like, be a little kinder to yourself. Right, like, right. And sometimes you like, I don't even want you at my meeting. Well, right, yeah. right. I, well, and the way I describe this, you are always running the meeting. Oh. And, and you actually, sh I don't believe that you as negative you are ever at the table. Okay. I, I think somebody else has put negative oh, you I've got you. Okay. In, in, in the meeting and you're running the meeting. Um, I think that would be confusing to have you in there <laughs> and you in there. <laughs> All I know is that sometimes we are, are our own absolutely. harshest critics and we hold ourselves back. Absolutely. Because either our, the bar is too high or we lack confidence or whatever. Right. And I guess there are other voices that are feeding that that we yes. need to be aware of. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and and create. So my thought would be don't create a second you at the table. Okay. Uh, my thought It's confusing. Be, <laughs> yes. My thought would be create a, 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 a caricature of somebody at the sure, table. Sure. It could be out of TV or something that, that gives you that negative. You know, it's always that negative voice. Right, right. So anyway, I think this is a fascinating topic. And it, I think it, it's really worth people pausing to explore Especially if you say, no, I, I, I don't have well, an inner voice. And to me, it's just like unravel when you feel emotions. Yes. Trying to untangle them and feel like, well, actually, I'm feeling this and this yeah, right. and this and this. And the inner voices are the same. You know, it's a bunch of pictures. It's a bunch of stories. It's a bunch of emotions. And they are not necessarily in words, but they are telling you something that's either for or against your greater good. And sorting those things out and listening to them, you know, it's not necessarily a literal listening, but it's paying attention to yes, analyzing, and awareness. figuring out what that means for you and just, and then deciding what your path should be. Yes. And, and I would like to say that analyzing is not rehashing. Right. It's very it's, different. It's figuring out. It is, it is, it is a very logical progression of this is what I'm hearing. This is, does this serve my greater good? This does not serve my greater. It's not going over and over and over that same thing. It's identifying what it is. Yes, it is, or no, it doesn't serve my greater so if, good. So if you're one of these, if you're one of the folks that we deal with fairly frequently, this is I don't have an inner voice. How how would you get them started to recognize that you probably have that somewhere in you? Um, my thought is to. It's always going to start with awareness, <laughs> <laughs> but my thought is to try to be aware of when you hear the word "should" in your head. Okay. Because I think that's the time that it happens the most, and we just are so used to it. And sometimes that may just be a feeling, though, of shame or guilt yes, or obligation, yes, exactly. something like that. Right. It's not like, oh, I should do this. It's not literally saying it, those words right. to myself. It's a feeling of like, oh, I really don't want to, but if I don't, I'm a bad person. Right. It's that feeling of, I'm a bad person, right. or I'm not doing something right, or 
So it might have the word should, it, but it might also just be the feeling of embarrassment, shame. Yeah, if I don't do this. If I don't do this, I'm going to get punished. Something bad's going to happen. Right. So, yeah. So I think, I think it's just an erased awareness of that heavy negative feeling. How about you? What's your one thing? Is it different or the same? It's the same. It's just like pain. It's, 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 ta- it's taking the time, as you said, and try to take yourself on auto, auto, off of autopilot because that's the essence of a mindful life is getting off, off of, of autopilot. autopilot as much as you can. And it's paying attention to like, what are my senses? What is my brain? What is my body telling me at any given time? And then sorting through that and say, which is the direction I should take to create the life that I want and create the well-being that I and, and, and make the choices that are that are best for me in the long run and the short run. Right. And Love so, it. We could dig into this for quite a bit. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing.